0: Assignments always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Callbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Koltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulp. I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, September 30th, end of quarter, Monday, 2019, end of baseball season. My Mets finished 10 above 500, but did not make the playoffs. But 10 above 500, but did not make the playoffs. So I can't be happy. It It really doesn't matter if they were 30 above 500 if you don't make the playoffs. My Giants... Two and two. But who is to know that the Washington Redskins are worse than the Miami Dolphins? But we'll take it anyhow. Uh, that's your sports report for today. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, I'm Gary Kolb. Uh, your host. Here to talk about you and the seriousness of not the money you have made, but the money you have saved. Think about that. It's tough enough to make the money you make, but a lot tougher to save the money you have saved. That's why we are so serious about you and all that. With a little comedy injected. Hope you're having a good day. Before we get going, if you do not get this show in your city, you go to GaryK.com. You can listen live. You can listen archived. It's archived at GaryK.com. And you can check me out on Twitter. Just press the button. Or go Twitter at GaryKalpom. You can email me. All you gotta do is be nice. Read our comments. By the way, we've only had one person that have sent us nasty emails and actually says who it is. Everybody else is fake emails. There's about three of you. It's actually pretty good that we've been doing this so many years and we only have about three people that are just, you know, what can I tell you? You can read our commentary at GaryKade.com and articles we do post. And if you'd like to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing, you can press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And ConvictionLeaders.com, our email service right there at GaryKade.com. Just press the button one month free. Check it out. In, in no particular order, in no particular order, first off, we're pre-taping the show in the final hour. Uh, but a little earlier than normal, it is 3.04 p.m. Eastern Time, so we will not be taking you to the final number today uh, on the close. So we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Uh, but I just wanted to start out by saying upstate Republican Representative Chris Collins resigned from Congress today. A day before, he was expected to plead guilty in Manhattan on insider trading charges. That's not good news for him. Uh, his son Cameron Collins and co-defendant Stephen Zarsky were also expected to cop to unspecified charges also. It centers around an Australian biotech company, immunotherapeutics, where the lawmaker served as a member of the board of directors. Uh, Prosecutors claim Collins called his son with an inside stock tip after the company failed a key drug trial. Uh, The son allegedly dumped his stock and passed the news to Zarsky, leading him to sell off his shares. So uh, I guess it's fraud, wire fraud, securities fraud, and all that other crap. I've always been amazed. I get asked a lot, Gary, if somebody called you unbeknownst to you, just called you on the phone, an unknown phone number, and told you that so-and-so's being bought out, what would you do? What would you do if somebody told you something and that you knew the person? What would you do? Absolutely freaking nothing. Nothing. You live by the rule of law. That's how it should be. And you know how I always say I believe in total equality between all of us as long as you live within the rule of law? If you don't, I don't think you're equal. If you committed a crime, yeah, go to jail. So I'm always amazed when I see this. So this guy lost his representativeship. His son saved some money, and now they're probably going to jail for a little bit of time for that stupidity. Unreal. You know, there are three things I taught my kids. A, never cut corners, which encompasses always stay on the up and up. Never lie. Why? Because if you ever get the reputation that you're a liar, nobody's ever going to believe you about anything. And if you do lie, you're going to end up covering up the first lie with a second lie. And then it, as they say, rolls downhill. And number three, never put down anybody. Unless they're corrupt politicians, of course. That's all. Pretty simple. And I did other things. You know what else I told my kids? Just a couple of dollars and people will treat you like a millionaire. Very importantly. If you go to the same restaurant all the time, if you tip five bucks more than Norm, they're going to recognize it. I've always taught my kids that. A little bit more they recognize. So I taught them that too. So anyway, this guy Collins. Next, impeachment. Impeachment. I think I may have mentioned this Friday, but if I didn't, I'm gonna. I'll, if I did, I'm gonna do it again. If I didn't, I'm doing it now. What does an impeachment mean to the economy and the markets? I think very little, right? This I, I really do, and, and let me explain why. The national media covers Trump 24/7, and you know what I mean. Uh, C, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC—they have their shows and stuff like that. Uh, but the New York Times, Washington Post—you know, uh, AP—all that—and they cover him like he's the Antichrist. Okay, and. Uh, There are a good percentage of people that think he's the Antichrist, and then there's the other good percentage of people that think he's God's gift. So in case you don't know, impeachment, all it is, is getting towards an indictment. And it's supposed to be an inquiry. An inquiry to get to that point, which would take you to the Senate. The Senate goes through the trial. But here is the story, ladies and gentlemen, in case you didn't know. It's all politics. You have a House that's Democrat, a Senate that's Republican. If the House takes it to the Senate, the Senate... Even though there's all this talk that Republicans would turn on the president, that is not going to happen unless some real nefarious stuff shows up. And I do not believe the Republicans believe that this is nefarious, what he did. Where I think Trump is making a mistake is all these tweets that are coming out, talking treason and just – you know what I think, all that. Where I think the Democrats have it completely wrong, the people that love Trump, I believe 60-some-odd million people voted for Trump are watching the Democrats guiltying him before innocent. And they also see, this is not an inquiry, inquiry means you're looking to find out what happened. Uh, Democrats aren't doing that. The Democrats are looking to tell you and convince you that the man is a crook and, and completely disregarded his oath of office and was trying to sell the country down the river, that type of stuff. And I just don't think any of it holds. I'll explain. Then market wrap, movers of the day, all that stuff today. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Okay, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbomb. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So I just want to continue this for five minutes because, you know, the affecting of markets and economy and all that. So the other side, as I explained, can see – and this is a fact. I mean it's not hard to – I watch this stuff. And as remember, I can't stand any of them. The Democrats are not inquiring. They're not inquisitive. Their job is to sell you that the guy is a crook, not to really find out the truth. They've already come up with their answer. And for those on the side of Trump, it's not going to hold water. And you can add in the things that it's a whistleblower who heard it third hand from somebody else that we're hearing is an anti-Trump guy. And we don't know who was the original people saying it. And we can go back and forth of what's in the phone call. And you can all decide for yourselves. But I can promise you the Trump lovers are going to go one way and the Trump haters are going to go another way. And I think the markets are going to go on their own way. That's all. That's what I think. And what we're going to do, simple. Is we're going to worry about that stuff. We're going to watch that stuff. We're going to report on it. But the most important thing we can do for you is tell you exactly what the market is doing and where we see leadership and where we don't. And if the market's going to break out of this big range, let you know. If they're going to fail and break below uh, support, let you know. What's leading, what's lagging, let you know. In spite or because of, whatever comes out. What's interesting is with all this swirling, you know what moved markets Friday and today? Another flip-flop out of the administration. On Friday, they leaked it. And tr- Listen, I have no information that they leaked it. But it only gets out one way. The administration leaked that they may do some restrictiveness on uh, China investments and ADRs that trade here. Guess what happened? Market got hit. Things got whacked. Guess what they did over the weekend? They said it was fake news. And then after they said it was fake news, they came back and said, well, 50% fake news. So that's what we're dealing with in markets, not the impeachment. So as much as the market got hit on Friday, a bunch of it got back today. If not more, actually, on a couple of things, and I'll explain in a minute. That's what we've got to deal with. The insanity of an administration that sets economic policy for the greatest growth engine in the world and the biggest economy of the world may change every three or four days. And they send different messages out every week. Gary doesn't like that. Gary is completely against all that. But Gary has to deal with all that. And that's the story of Friday, midday, and today. Like a double flip-flop. They go from one thing to another thing to only 50% fake news. Anyway, that was the story. So what I want to do before I go into the market wrap is just touch upon a few things in the market. Number one, because I think this is I get a lot of questions about and everybody talks about. In the last week or two, I've been telling you that I would avoid new commitments to gold and silver. I specifically told you the reason why. It's because the stocks are underperforming the metal. In my study of gold and silver for a very long time, when that occurs, it usually means the metal is going to weaken. On top of that, the other part of the equation is the dollar index broke out of range. When the dollar breaks out, the commodities usually drop. So I'm just letting you know that the gold mining stocks, the gold miners, which were already below the 50-day moving average, went farther below today, and gold broke below the 50-day moving average. Silver broke below the 50 day moving average so let me repeat we would avoid any new commitments to gold and silver and gold and silver stocks and i must tell you this is how sometimes you range bound last monday i was thinking about buying wednesday changed my stance that was the day the breakout of the dollar index tuesday and excuse me tuesday and now as long as it stays below the 50 day We have no interest whatsoever. You're out of your uptrend if you're below the 50-day. doesn't mean you're in a bear market. It may just mean you got some time and price in here. And we'll let you know. Longer term, still looks okay. Still nicely above the breakout of June. But you never know. We're just letting you know new commitments should be held back right this second. You get to decide what you want to do if you own any. Next, I'd like to mention. Do not forget today is end-of-quarter window dressing, which is illegal. So it does not happen. That was sarcasm. And I don't believe it was an accident that the market's having a pretty decent day today. After a little rough up on Friday, as today is the end of quarter day. What happens tomorrow as we go into the fourth quarter beats the heck out of me. I don't know what I'm eating for dinner tonight. Next, I wanna mention, and this is of the utmost importance. As I speak, we always look at what's on the new high list, the new yearly high list. Just not a lot. Just letting you know. There's a few names, few names at new highs. Just not a lot. You're gonna need to see a lot more. Up next, we'll do the market wrap. And much more. This is the one and only. Investor's edge. We're listening to. America it. is talking. Investor's edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's just sitting around a Cinderella boy. With Gary Colbaugh. Comes highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrback, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out, investment-models.com. As I speak, and it's 3:21 p.m. Eastern Time, Doubt 140. Apple's up five, got a raised target today. Apple is held up very, very well. We consider it a value stock. Uh, Home Depot up two, IBM up two and a half. IBM's moving above a little range. Not, not nearly high, but above a little range. Uh, Johnson & Johnson won, Mark won, Microsoft won, McDonald's won, Nike won and change, United Health up two and change. Uh, the only thing that's down is Goldman Sachs, down one and three quarters. S&P up 17, NASDAQ 60, NASDAQ 162. Sox up 16. Small and mid-caps are we're underperforming earlier, but better now, and uh, transport's up 39. Advanced declines have gotten better throughout the day, but again, new highs. You want to hear new highs? I got a bunch of uh, bond funds. Some real estate investment trusts. And then I got Nike, Procter & Gamble. A couple of housing stocks. Housing remains strong. Uh, Kimberly Clark, Cisco. Not the uh, technology companies, the food juggernaut. Glaxo, drug company. Taiwan Semiconductor. That's your new high list. Seriously. Uh, dollar Tree, dollar store. Jack in the Box. No, really, Jack in the Box. Um, KB Holmes, Lenar. Jable Circuit. The Royal Bank of Canada. By the way, that's symbol R-Y. And that's all I got for you. Up, oh, Martin Marietta Materials, MLM. I believe they're, uh, like, what are they? Stone and cement and all that stuff. And that's it. That's your whole new high list in the market. With the big four indices, a smidge below the old highs. A couple percent. Amazing, huh? But a definite better day off of the... Instead of using the word flip-flop, A change of stance from the administration from Friday to today on something else on China. And you know what I think of that, ladies and gentlemen. Other things happening today. You know the software stocks that have just been bludgeoned and they've gone their own little bearish market, trading below the 50, some trading below the 200. They're they're up today. Not all of them, but most. And, you know, not up a lot, but up. Uh, Barron's was bullish on it this weekend. Barron's have journalists that will do articles and will move stocks. No, really. So that was Barron's on the software, as I mentioned Apple. And I must tell you, stock compared to everything acts great on a 7% drop in earnings and 1% growth of sales. And estimates for the quarter they're in to be not much better. But estimates are estimates and you know Apple sandbags. But the stock acts so much better than most else out there. Just letting you know. Now, there's a question about 5G. If you don't know what 5G is, you've got your head in the sand, go read about it. 5G, okay? And it's not 5Gary. Go read. The thought process may be, boy, we're going to have a lot of upgrades with Apple phones for 5G in a year or two from now, depending on how long it takes. My answer is I don't know. Next, the socks, the all-important, the all-important Philadelphia Semiconductor Index that I tell you drives the markets. Held a 50-day almost to the penny on Friday. After bouncing near the close, and is up 17 today. So the 50-day really trying to hold in here. Sox went up to 16.04 in late April, in late July 16.25, and just the early September 16.25. So three times it went near the highs and three times came down. This time came down a lot less. So we're going to watch. Names we're going to watch. By the way, and having a good t- day today, even though Micron cracked on Friday on terrible numbers. Uh, Texas Instruments kind of sort of looks poised to break out of range. On their minus one earnings, minus nine sales growth. NXP Semiconductor, symbol NXPI, that one's strong, on 13% drop in earnings, 3% drop in sales. Hey, I'm I'm reporting to you the news. ASML Holdings, near highs, on a 19% drop in earnings and a 9% drop in sales. I'm just reporting to you the news. Silicon Labs, SLAB, holds the 50-day. Earnings down 10, revenues down 5. Hey, I'm uh, again... So to be watched very closely, you do not want to have the semiconductor index break the 50-day cleanly. And so far it's held. Got some emails on Peloton. I got nothing to report except another IPO mispriced for a market that is not thrilled with anybody that loses money, doesn't matter what they do. And I read to you the whole thing on Peloton. Gave you the low down last week. Stock's down again today. $29 deal, $25.16 as I speak. IPO came public on Thursday. Great revenue growth loses a bunch of cake. Sometimes all you need to know is right in front of you. Look how the market treated Uber. Look how the market treated Lyft. How about a name like Slack, W-O-R-K? Another big money loser. That got mentioned in Barron's. Did they like own IPO opened at 40. It's 23 and three quarters. $13 billion market cap on a company that does 500 million in revenues and loses just a crap load of money. As we always tell you, kids, peeps, pick your poison. We work, well we told you what would happen. They pulled the uh the initial public offering. And their bonds were downgraded to junky junk. And WeWork has pulled back on how many spaces they're going to go forward. Remember what I've told you here? It's weird. And I watched Sam Zell, one of the great real estate guys, I just don't think it's a great business model that you are leasing long term and renting out those leases short term. I, I just, just an opinion. And I think it was another where just money was thrown at them to keep growing and growing and keep losing money and losing more money. And they put a valuation of up. To, somebody had 90 billion. One of those investment banks said, No, oh, whoa, we think 90. Then it was 60. Then it was just 47. Where people bought into it. Now they can't even get public at 10 billion. Remember, kids, they own nothing. They own nothing. And again, you just sometimes have to ask questions. And these investment bankers, they get in, they, they keep, you know, they're they're all in together and they keep, you know, raising the bid on everything, even though sometimes they don't ask themselves the smart question. And that is leasing long-term, but renting short-term? Really? Anyway, maybe hopefully another lesson to be learned. Up next. Yeah, more on this, that, and the other thing, and whatever else. Oh yeah, Bernie Sanders. This is the one, the only investors, actually. You're listening to what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, yeah. go. Action! Investor's Edge with Cary Culpa. I think that's my cue. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, I, I try to be careful with my words and stuff, but the president now just, they just did an interview and says, uh, the White House is trying to hunt down the whistleblower. Ah. <sighs> All right. We'll see how it plays out. It is uh, 3.33 p.m. The Dow is up 129, S&P 16, NASDAQ 57, NASDAQ 159. I think at the high we were 170. Uh, NASDAQ is up 71. So a little pullback here, no biggie. What's interesting from the IBM, they're bidding up today. What? what, what? On their crappy numbers? Yeah, We'll see how it plays out uh, by the close. But uh, end of quarter and the little change of stance helping uh, from... Uh, the administration, as well as a Barron's thing on the software stocks, and Apple got a little uh, target upgrade. And and as I mentioned, Apple's been acting just fine. Uh, Bernie Sanders, well, not only gigantic wealth tax, now he has a corporate wealth tax he came out with today. Corporations are making too much money. Equality's bad. So now we must confiscate from those corporations so we can dole out to other people and make things more equal. Kids, my peeps. You, the people that I love, I just want you to remember a few things that is quite important. Bernie Sanders has never had a real job. He has never run a business. He has never created a dime of wealth. He's never created a job. He's lived off of you his whole life. You, the taxpayer, his whole life. But he is telling you, just give me a crap load of your money. I will do the right thing with it. And don't worry that I'm going to tax you a bunch more. I'll give you more in return. That's who you're going to depend on. Think about that never written a paycheck, but we're going to take over the healthcare industry, the insurance industry, the education industry. Technology, we're going to break up. We're going to shut down all the fossil fuels and the coal, but don't worry. All of you people that lose your jobs, we're going to get you government jobs. Don't worry if there's no demand for those jobs, we're still going to make the jobs. Don't worry about that inefficiency and half-cocked idea. We're just going to do it. Oh, really? And if you, make, if you end up with this amount of wealth, we're going to take this percent, and if that amount of wealth, that percent. And as you go higher, we're going to take up to 8% a year. No, 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 we're not making it up. Bernie Sanders' wealth tax takes it up to 8% a year at the highest, which means at the highest, you're giving him all your money in 12 years. Really? So those wealthy are not going to move to every other country around the globe. They're not going to stick the middle finger back at Bernie Sanders. What they're going to do is say, thank you, Bernie. We want to give you all our money. No worries. That's what a moron is. How moronic and imbecilic his ideas are. Yet he's running with them. Another one today. So carbon tax, a wealth tax, a higher income tax. He won 70%, by the way. Climate change tax. Uh, student loan tax. Got to do that. Health tax. Got to do that. But don't worry. We're not going to be like Venezuela. My ideas are not like Venezuela. We're not looking for Venezuela socialism. We're looking for our kind of socialism. Yeah, that's Bernie. I wish I was making this up, and you know, you know what I hate more than anything? I actually hate that anybody actually listens to this and loves it. People gathering around the guy, they're they're going into arenas to listen to him speak, and I'm thinking to myself, 99.9% of the citizenry are smarter than this guy. You couldn't be more dumb, more economically illiterate, more imbecilic, moronic. I can come up with every word in the book. You couldn't be. And I've had conversations with people that love him. And I've convinced a few. Others, I can't convince. And I try to tell them that the enemy of Bernie Sanders is your success. If you are successful, if you are producing, if you are growing, you're his enemy. He hates you because he spends his days pissing all over everybody who does the opposite of what he does. While he's pissing all over the producers and the successful, the producers and the successful are creating. It's really amazing to watch. Not to mention we have blatant evidence everywhere. 2,700 miles south of me is a country that has just been destroyed. All hope gone. People fleeing because of the proposals that Bernie Sanders is coming out with is exactly what they did down there. Go figure. We'll keep talking. Hope you keep listening. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Night-night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.